Well, praise the Lord. Amen. I was just saying to my wonderful wife, if people only knew the things that she said before we start Bible study. Amen. I was just telling on myself, really, right? Yeah. Amen. Well, glory to God. Wednesday, another opportunity to study the Word of God. And so we're excited about that. Um, praise God for the Word of God and for the Spirit of God that teaches us. Amen. Amen. The Spirit of God leads us. He guides us into all truth. And we know that the Word of God is truth. Amen. Amen. Sanctify them by thy word, Jesus said. Thy word is truth. And so we praise God that um, the Holy Spirit um, is here with us tonight. Praise the Amen. Lord to um, teach us the word of God and to lead us into the word of truth. Um, and we're continuing tonight uh, to talk about um, building a foundation of faith. Amen. Amen. Building a foundation of faith. Uh, we're faith people. Amen. Um, and so we live by faith. The just shall live by faith. God says that four times in the Bible. And so it's important. In fact, it's more than important. It's vital. Yes. Um, that's how we live. And so we want to continue the process of building the foundation, uh, building a foundation of faith. Because if the foundation is strong, the house is strong. Praise God. Yes. Um, and so we build a strong foundation of faith. We'll be strong in the faith and we'll be able to walk by faith and do um, uh, those things through the power of God that only faith can do. Amen. Amen. And so uh, we want to continue with um, our study on building the foundation of faith. And tonight we're going to pick up where we left off last week. We left off in Matthew. No, I'm sorry, in Mark chapter 11. We left off in Mark chapter 11, so you can turn with me there. Mark chapter 11, when Jesus cursed the fig tree um, and then spoke about um, having faith in God. So Jesus had cursed the fig tree because the fig tree had leaves but no fruit. Um, and typically a fig tree, if it had leaves, it would have fruit, and so it gave the appearance, oh boy, it gave the appearance of being fruitful, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Amen. Is that a word of conviction right there? Amen. See, we can't give the appearance of being fruitful. God's not interested in that. He's interested in true fruitfulness. Amen. Glory to God. Um, he said, if you're connected to the vine, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, um, you know, we'll be fruitful. Amen. Amen. God wants us to be fruitful. Amen. Um, not give the appearance of fruitful. Amen. Carrying around your Bible, throwing some some scripture quotes on, on Facebook, um, you know, uh, stealing T.D. Jake's messages and pawning them off as your own. <laughs> Glory to God. That gives the appearance of fruitfulness. Amen. Amen. God's not fool. Um, and he's not pleased. He wants true fruitfulness because that's what gives him glory. Amen. Amen. And so the fruit tree wasn't fruitful. The fruit tree, the fig tree, um, represented Israel, um, wasn't fruitful. And so Jesus cursed that tree. Amen. Mm -hmm. Cursed it. Yeah. And it dried up from the roots. 
So um, let's just read from verse 20 down to verse um, uh, 25, 26, um, and then we'll pray and we'll get into tonight's Bible study, building a foundation of faith. Praise God for it. So let's look at uh, Mark chapter 11, verse number 20, and it says, And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answering, say, saith unto them, Have faith in God. Mm -hmm. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Amen. Amen. So let's pray tonight, and then we'll continue with our study on building a foundation of faith. Father, we bless you. Glory to God. Yes, we thank Father. you, O oh God, you, for Jesus. another opportunity to study to show ourselves approved unto God. But Father, we can't do it alone. And so we ask for your help, O oh God. Open up the yes, scriptures Lord. unto us. Open our eyes. Cause us to see. Bless our hearts to receive, and may we grow in wisdom, knowledge, and in understanding yes, of God. the word of God and of the things of God. Father, we yield, we submit, we bow down before you now in the name of Jesus Christ, that yes. you may be highly exalted. Yes. And Father God, we thank you, O God, for your love, your compassion, your grace, and your mercy. And Father, we thank you, O God, for building us up in our faith on tonight. Yes. We believe we shall receive all that you have for us. And so we thank you in advance for it in the name of Jesus. Father, yes. I pray your blessings upon everyone under the sound of my voice, and I pray, God, that you'll bless me to do your will, yes. and that, Father, through it all, that you will be glorified. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so, building a foundation, building a foundation of faith. You know, last week, we left off by talking about this passage of Scripture here, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we said was... Um, we need to speak to things. Right. When's the last time you spoke to something? Not to someone, but to something. Right. As mm -hmm. Jesus, who is our example, who is the author and finisher of our faith, mm -hmm. Jesus spoke to things, right? He spoke, he told us that we should speak to mountains. Yes. We know that Jesus spoke to the wind and the rain. Um, so Jesus spoke to things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're to speak to our mountains, right. not speak about them. And, you know, if we're honest, many times we speak about our mountains. We speak about those things that are obstacles in our lives. Um, and that's not what God told us to do. Nope. He told us to speak to them. And it may seem strange, you know, to speak to something. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. um, but how many of you know we're peculiar people? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the Bible says. We're peculiar people. We're set apart for God, and we should stand out from the world. Because mm -hmm. um, quite frankly, if, if, we, if we seamlessly fit into the world, there's something wrong. Right. I didn't even say something. I said something. 
That's how serious it is, amen. It's not something, something. Amen. Something wrong. Praise God. Amen. So we should stand out and we should speak to things. And there's a lot of things in our lives that we can speak to. Right. You know, we can speak to our finances. We can speak to our, you know, appliances that aren't working. <laughs> yes. Glory to God. Amen. Mm -hmm. We could speak to things. Amen. Mm -hmm. And that might sound strange, but, you know, your car is not starting. Tell your car to start. Okay. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Amen. That, you know, that machine that you're on, your computer's not working, your phone is acting all crazy. Mm -hmm. Speak to your phone. Tell that phone. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes. But here's the thing, and, and let's let's deal with this, because a lot of us do speak, and we do say things, and we look at Mark 11, and we say, okay, I'm going to speak to my uh, mountain, and then we say, well, Jesus said, if I speak to the mountain, tell it to be cast in the sea, and I believe I, you know, that I receive those things, um, uh, then I'll have whatsoever I say, and people say, well, no, that hasn't happened, because there's plenty of times I've said that and didn't get it. Yes. And we're going to deal with that a little bit more next week, um, Lord willing. But I do want to come back to what we started with last week, that we shouldn't start at Mark 11 and 23. We should start at Mark 11 and 22 when Peter said to Jesus, you know, the, the trees dried up from the roots. And in Mark 11, 22, Jesus said, have faith in God. Mm. See, that's where it all starts, right? Mm -hmm. It's about, you got to start from a position of faith. Mm -hmm. You don't start from a position of doubt and then try to get to faith. You have to start from a position of faith. You have to start with believing God. And, we, and we've been saying for a while now that faith is now, right? Faith is not something that is in the future. Now mm -hmm. faith is the substance of things hoped for. So we have to start from a position of faith. And everything that follows in Mark eleven twenty three, in terms of speaking to the mountain, um, you know, um, believing that you receive mm -hmm. and, and actually obtaining the thing, all of it is done by faith, right? right. And so let's look at it again um, as we go through it. So first, have faith in God. Mm -hmm. How many people have faith in God? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now, you ask a believer, do you have faith in God? They say, of course I have faith in God. Mm -hmm. um, I believe in God. I trust God. Right. I know God is not a man that he should lie. I know if God said a thing, he's going to do the thing. We say that. Right. Because we, we <laughs> I think we know we better say that. <laughs> um but, you know, when you get in, when we all get into tight spots, and we do from time to time get into tight spots, um, there are times, if we're honest, our faith wavers yeah, a little true. bit. We wonder if God hears us. Mm -hmm. We wonder if God cares. I mean, the disciples got to that point, right? right? When they were in the storm and Jesus was sleeping, they woke him up and said, Master, don't you care? We mm -hmm. perish. Anybody ever had... A master, don't you care experience with God? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Master, don't you care? I'm going through this. They're treating me wrong. Master, don't you care? You know? Right. Um, and the disciples had it. We have it as well. Um, and so sometimes our faith is challenged. Mm -hmm. um, and, and if, you know, and if we're honest, you know, we can admit to that. Um, 
But, you know, we have to have faith in God first um, before we start getting into the other things. But, but let's get into the other things in, in verse 23. But Jesus said, But verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say to this mountain. So everything that we're going to do has to be by faith. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we got to do, we got to say something. See, right. believers speak. We said that last time, right? Believers speak. And when believers speak, they should speak in faith. Right. And if a believer is going to speak in faith, the believer should be speaking the word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Faith is based on the word of God. So, you know, like the centurion said, speak the word only. That's what we should speak. Right. Uh, but believers just, but believers have to open our mouths. Mm -hmm. You know, um, in Romans 10, in verse 6, it says, um, the righteousness of Faith speaketh on this wise. <laughs> See, faith speaks, mm -hmm. right? If you're really, if you're really walking in faith, then you're saying stuff. Yes. Glory to God. Yes. You're mm -hmm. saying stuff. You 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 you're talking about things. You're calling things that be not as though they were. You're decreeing a thing and just simply believing by faith that it's going to be established. Right. You're saying some stuff. And the stuff that you're saying is the stuff that you want. Glory to God for that. Can we just stop there for a second? Because <laughs> you, you know we have many conversations about this amongst ourselves and with others that it's a good habit simply to have this. Don't say anything, confess anything, declare anything that you don't want to come to pass in your life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. Because <laughs> see, God spoke and it was. Right. Isn't that what Genesis tells us, right? The whole creation story. Mm -hmm. Everything God spoke, it was. And right. then God said, I'm making, let's let's make man in image, in our image and our likeness. Right. Let us make man to operate like us. Mm -hmm. So we're we're created to operate like God. Right. To speak a thing and then we can say, and so it was. Mm -hmm. I believe that. Now, maybe some people don't believe that. They just say, well, I can't just speak things like that. Well, okay. <laughs> and see, like, like somebody will say, well, 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 brother, have everything you spoken come to pass? I'm not going to lie. No. And I don't right. know exactly why, but here's the thing. That's not going to stop me from speaking. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's an amazing thing how people treat God and put God on probation. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take God off probation. We act as if God has Gosh. to prove ourselves to us before he gets off probation. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? In other words, it's like, it's, it's you know... If I say, if, if, if you say something, <laughs> you pray something, and it doesn't come to pass, now God's on probation. And we don't treat anything else in our life like that. That's true. If you play a sport, you miss a shot, you don't stop shooting. Right. That's true. Right? And you don't automatically start questioning everything about shot making and everything else. But it's like the minute something doesn't happen that we're believing God for, it's like he's on probation. And he and, and he's going to have to prove himself That's before true. he gets off probation. Mm -hmm. We need to stop with that. Amen. So, no, everything, you know, that, that we say, but we're growing. Yes. God is working on us. He's perfecting us. Yes. But we're not perfect yet. Mm -hmm. But he is perfecting us. And we just have to continue to go through the process. And so here's the thing. 
I have no problem if I say something and it doesn't happen because I'm coming I'm coming back tomorrow. Amen. Mm-hmm. I'm coming back tomorrow speaking some more stuff. Right. Glory to God. Amen. I'm coming back tomorrow speaking some stuff. If if the stuff I speak today doesn't happen, I'm coming back tomorrow speaking some more stuff. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving up speaking stuff because right. God tells me I'm to operate like him and God speaks a thing. Mm-hmm. He calls things that be not as though they were. And he said, he said, Jeff, you act just like me. Yes. Be imitators of me like a dear child. I'm going to imitate God. God right. looks at darkness. He doesn't describe the darkness. He doesn't talk about how dark the darkness is. He says, I don't like the darkness. Be light. Yes. I'm going to do that. So I'm going to look at my money. I don't like my money. I'm not going to talk about my money. I'm going to tell my money, be better. <laughs> be more. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I want to be like God. But we got to say some things, right? Um, and, you know, the fav- one, of, one of our favorite scriptures on it, 2 Corinthians 4 and 13, right? That we have a like spirit of faith, as it is written. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I believe, therefore, have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore what? We speak. speak. Believers speak, man. Yes. Believers open their mouth. And when we open our mouths, we should open our mouths in faith. Have faith in God. So it says here, right? Um, Whosoever shall say to this mountain. We have to say some stuff. You can't be a silent believer. Amen. Right. Uh, you have to speak. So whoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Amen. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. He saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So let's talk about the, the next part. That you, you, you say to the mountain, be thou removed. And you don't have doubt in your heart. You mm-hmm. believe. Mm-hmm. So what's that saying? You have to be single-minded and, and mm-hmm. with a single purpose in your heart. You, you, you believe and you don't doubt. Mm-hmm. Now, we get into a discussion sometimes where people say, well, it's okay to doubt. Okay. Um... I don't know what it's okay to doubt means. Um, I guess it's okay to doubt if you don't want to move your mountain. I don't want to move my mountain. Okay, so it's okay to doubt. But if I want to move a mountain, Jesus said, don't doubt. I mean, that's what it says. And shall not doubt. So it depends on what you're looking to accomplish. If you want to move a mountain, it's not okay to doubt. Right? Um, Jesus said that we need to not doubt in his heart, but believe. And see, we got to realize because if we're, if we're going to engage now, first of all, is it, do we think it's easy to move a mountain? No. So you got to understand then you got to up your game. And sometimes I believe Christians don't want to up their game. Wow. They want to up their gain, G A I N, (laughs) but they don't want to up their game. Mm. G-A-M-E. Sometimes we got to up our game. You want more? You got to up your game. There's such a thing as bringing your A game. Mm. Right? If you're going to be fighting little demons, eh, maybe your C game is okay. Right. But if you now want to take on them, them real demons that's trying to keep you from your destiny, you might have to bring your A yes, game. That's just true. time. You got to up your game. Mm. So if you want to move a mountain, don't just be wanting to up your game. <laughs> Be willing to up your game, too, yes. you know? Amen. And so if, if mountain moving is not easy, then we got to understand we can't be vacillating between faith and doubt. I believe, but, you know, and that people want to always say, 
But what about <laughs> that father? I believe, but helped out my unbelief. Yeah. yeah, what about that father? He didn't say, I believe, but I also have unbelief. And it's okay for me to have some unbelief. No, he had enough sense to say, help me with it. In other words, help me get rid of it. Uh -huh. So don't act like the father was fine with his unbelief. He said, help me with it. In other words, I'm believing, but I'm also not believing. So help me with that thing. Right. But what about what James says to us? He says that if we ask God that, you know, we can't be double-minded. Right. Nothing wavering. Right? When we ask God for something, nothing wavering. No back and forth. Right? Nothing wavering. And he said, listen, he said, but we can't be double-minded. Right. He said a double-minded man or woman is unstable in what? All their ways. All their ways. And then he said this, let not that man think he will get anything, anything mm -hmm. from God. I hear that and I say to myself, Lord, help me to not be double-minded. Because when, when the word says that a double-minded person shouldn't think that they're going to get anything from God, to me, that's something to avoid. Yes. We got to yes. avoid being double-minded. And yet, do you know how easy it is to be double-minded or sometimes how easy it is to fall into it? Think about some of the things that we we kind of grow up with thinking or saying mm -hmm. or believing. Like, you know, there's some people who say, I'm going to get my hopes up, but I'm not going to get them up too high. <laughs> that's true. Hmm? There are people who say, you know, hope for the best. But prepare for the worst. Yeah. See, yeah. those kinds of things are, are being double-minded. How are you going to hope for the best, prepare for the worst? <laughs> you got both of those things going on in your head and your heart. Right. And then you're wondering why things aren't working out and why you're not getting anything and God's not moving and all the rest of that. We have to be careful. We have to be single-minded. We have to have a, a, a single purpose. Amen. And we just simply, right? What did Jesus say? Fear not, believe only. That means only believe. And so, yes. it, simple words, mm -hmm. but sometimes very difficult to walk out because life comes in like a flood, man. You know, it's not a, it's not a test tube. It's not clinical. You know what I mean? Right. We can sit here and talk about things, but, you know, when you're really living life, you're living life with phones ringing, kids getting on your nerves, bills piling mm -hmm. up, neighbor treating you wrong, body hurting, oh, you yeah. know, oh, your God. husband God. acting God. like a fool. No, wife acting <laughs> like a fool. <laughs> 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 I don't want my wife to agree too readily on that one right there. Amen. But you know what I mean? Life, the things that come, it happens in the crush of life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, um, it's easy to say, well, yeah, I'm not going to be double-minded when we're right. sitting in a Bible study or in a sermon. Mm -hmm. But when life is coming in, you know, and it's rushing in at like us, we have to have a discipline to say, I'm just going to believe God. Right. In the midst of the mess, I'm going to believe for a miracle, you know. Yes. Um, so Jesus said, have faith in God. We got to say things. We got to say it in faith. And, and we can't be double-minded. Amen. Amen. Um, we got to have that singleness of purpose, you know. Jesus, you remember when, um, uh, you know, Jesus set his face like a flint to go toward Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like he was 
He had a purpose, man. You know what I mean? And and that's how we have to be. Yeah. You know, when 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 we make up our mind that we're believing God for something, we got to have that uh, I'm believing this until the end type of an yeah. approach to things. Amen. Um, no matter what it may no matter what it may look like. Okay, so let's continue. So we have to say something, right? We got to speak to the mountain because believers speak. Amen. Faith speaks. Um and we, we want to remove the mountain. We speak to it. We don't speak about it. We, we get it out our way. And we don't doubt in our heart, but we believe, right? And mm -hmm. so we're not double-minded. And we believe what? That those things which we say shall come to pass. And Jesus said, if we do that, we shall have whatsoever we say. Mm -hmm. And even that having and that possession is something that is done by faith. Right. Um, now let's look at verse 24 because he says therefore I say unto you what things soever ye desire what after you pray when you pray when you pray mm -hmm. see what do you mean when you pray that means you and I are praying right now mm -hmm. and he says whatsoever things you desire when you are praying believe that you receive them yeah. not after you finish praying but when you're praying believe mm -hmm. that you receive isn't that something? It com comes back to faith being now. Right. It's happening right now. So, you know, I will tell you, there's plenty of times I prayed and, <laughs> glory to God, I believed after praying. And sometimes I stopped believing after praying. <laughs> Anybody ever stop believing? I, I know we got a bunch of faith giants listening and everything else and watching. But has anybody ever stopped believing after you prayed for something? Mm-hmm. And I know you have, because here's the thing. You pray for your healing. Oh, Lord, I thank you that by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. You know, you got a backache or whatever. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed, right? Yes. And then you get up from praying, and somebody say, how are you feeling today? Oh, child, my back hurts. <laughs> I mean, you just got up from praying. Yeah. You just got up from praying, saying, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. healed. And the minute somebody asks you a question, oh, child, my back hurt. <laughs> my bunion acting up. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Uh, we cancel out so many things. Amen. Mm -hmm. So it really brings into question, were we believing when we were praying? Mm -hmm. Because how did we get so quickly off of the point? Right. Amen. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said that, that whatsoever things you desire when ye pray. See, this is a discipline, man. Again, we're talking about moving mountains. We got to up our game. We, we got to be on point, right? So we have to get to that point where we're saying, no, I'm going to believe God now. Yes. I want to stop here and say something. Um, we need to take it as a challenge to believe God. And, and understand what I'm saying. And I, and I don't know if that came out right. But, you know, life comes against us. And the devil loves to throw things in our face that is contrary to what we're believing for. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, for example, if we're believing for increase, he'll show us lack in our lives. Yes. He'll show mm -hmm. us things that we don't have. You know, if we're believing on promotion, he'll try to show us, you know, things that, you know, maybe show stagnation or, or even going backwards mm -hmm. instead of going mm -hmm. forwards and so forth. Um, and so those are challenges to our faith. Right? Because Satan's just not going to allow you to walk into your blessing. Right. The promised land is occupied mm -hmm. by enemies. Amen? And so he's not just going to allow us to walk into our blessing. And we shouldn't expect that. But here's the thing. You know, when, when things look contrary to what we're believing God for, 
we need to rise to the challenge. Yes. Instead of, you know, immediately questioning God and going, why is it like that? Because that's what the people of Israel did at the Red Sea. The minute they got to the Red Sea, they go, that's it, we're done. Mm -hmm. And they started crying. And God said, what are you crying unto me for? Tell the people to go forward. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so in the midst of the, you know, when we come face to face with something that looks like is directly contrary to the word of God that we're standing on, mm-hmm. we need to take that as a challenge. I don't care what that looks like. I'm still believing God. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? We need to embrace that challenge because mm-hmm. it's a challenge. Yes. And many of us shirk from the challenge mm-hmm. and, and, and we dry up and we start to complain about the challenge. We should get to the point where we accept the challenge yes. of believing God in the face of the contrary. Devil, you can show me that if you want to. You're a liar. You're far, you know what I mean? You've been a liar from the beginning. I don't believe anything you say. There's no truth in you. So everything mm. you're showing me is a lie. Yes. I believe God. Amen. Amen. That's a challenge though. Mm-hmm. When life is showing us things that, that are contrary. Amen. Um, so it says here then, so whatever things we desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and you shall have them. Mm-hmm. That's the challenge. That's the real challenge. Amen. Um, but that's what we have to do. We're talking right. about moving mountains. We're not talking about moving little little things. We're talking mm-hmm. about those things in our lives that are in the way. Verse 25. And when you stand praying, forgive if ye have aught against any that your Father which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Amen. Mm-hmm. So we can't have grudges against other people or unforgiveness in our right. heart. And so think about that. Because this is part of the whole mountain moving teaching that Jesus mm-hmm. gave us. And here's the thing about this unforgiveness thing. First of all, God meant this. Right. That when you pray, don't have unforgiveness in your heart. Mm-hmm. So that means then if we have a grudge against someone or unforgiveness in our heart or any kind of anything like that, it's going to hinder our prayers. Yes. Can we look at something in, in first Peter? Um, let's look together in first Peter. Chapter three. First Peter, chapter three and verse seven. It says, Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge. Talking about with your wives. Mm-hmm. Giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered. Mm-hmm. See, prayers can be hindered if you're not praying with the right heart. Yes. So... This is a this is an admonition to husbands, but I think it would be a mistake for wives to think they got a pass on this. Amen. It's not as if it says here, likewise, husbands dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife. It's not as if wives are excused from dwelling according to knowledge and giving honor to the husband. <laughs> Amen. It's not like you know a wife can turn to her husband and say, "See what God's telling you to do." Amen. <laughs> Amen. Right. Um, but but the point is, you can see how our heart attitude can hinder our prayers. Right. 
I will tell you, as I'm looking straight at my wife right now, I can tell you some of the, so many times, I can't even count them over the years, that I got off of having an attitude with you because of this scripture right here. I'm telling you the truth. There are times when, you know, believe it or not, my wife would get on my nerves. And I know I get on hers more than she gets on mine. Um, but look at, don't look at me like that. I felt somebody looking at me like, you know, like I'm a human being, amen. My wife is a human being. I guess, look, those, those ministers who act like they don't do anything, like they don't have any human experience, I'm like, okay, I just keep it moving. I'm just going to be real, amen. 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 You know, um, but anyway, I can't tell you, babe, how many times over the years mm -hmm. God had got me off of an attitude that I might have had with you because of this scripture. Because here's the thing. If I'm praying, I want my prayers to be effective. <laughs> right. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't? Right. right. I want my prayers to be effective. And so there are times when I'm like praying and I and there's, you know, I got some stuff in here that's not right. And, you know, I'm mad with you or whatever. And God will tell me, what you doing? <laughs> because I'm essentially wasting my time. Mm -hmm. My prayers are going to be hindered. Our hearts have to be right. Right. And I believe this is for husbands, but I also would suggest for wives as well. Why? Because you can't, none of us can walk around with this, with, with, with things that are contaminating our heart. Yes, what does God exactly. say? He says, present your bodies as what? Living, living sacrifices. Yes. Watch this. Holy and acceptable unto God, mm -hmm. which is your reasonable service. And so when you come to God in prayer, you have to make a holy and acceptable presentation. Right. Glory to God in heaven. Mm -hmm. We got to make a holy and acceptable presentation. And watch this. Whether it's acceptable or not is not up to you and me. Right. God grades our paper. Amen. Amen. And he lets us know whether our presentation is acceptable. Right. right? Mm -hmm. When it came to the, the sacrifices that the people of Israel were given to God in the book of Malachi. Malachi told them, you know, you bring these defective animals, mm -hmm. broken down animals, sick animals, animals with broken legs, diseased animals, uh, one-eyed animals, amen, animals that you stole. And God said, give those to your governor and yes. see if he would accept them. God wants what? He wants a sacrifice that's perfect, that's without blemish, oh, yeah. right? So we have to present a sacrifice that is holy and acceptable unto oh, God. Yes. And so if yes. you believe that your prayer time is part of your sacrifice unto God, you have to bring an acceptable heart. And a heart that has a grudge, be it against your wife, be it against your husband, be it against your neighbor or anybody else, that's not acceptable to God. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. And it can hinder our prayers. Oh, yes. And so here... It says, when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any that your Father which is in heaven may forgive you. Amen. And so we see then here, then there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. It's not just simply going to a mountain and going, get on up out of here, right? <laughs> and think that that's going to God. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're, you know, you're, you're, <laughs> your New York upbringing <laughs> Praise God. Get on up out of here. But we can't just do that. No, we can't. Mm -mm. <laughs> um, right? We have to have faith in God. We have to open our mouths and say something. 
you know, we, 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 we have to uh, um, not be double-minded. Mm -hmm. We have to know how to, uh, you know, receive by faith. And then we have to have the right heart. Yeah. It's interconnected. You know, the Word of God is not divided. It's one. Yes. You know, God talks about oneness all the time. Yes. You know, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Yes. Right? That was, right? He's one Lord. You know, yeah. the Bible talks about that all the time. Right? We There's one body, one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. Yes. Right? Who's above all, through all, in you all. One. And so this word of God is one. It's connected. So mm -hmm. we can't look at this scripture but then have other scriptures like First Peter right. to say to husbands that your prayers be not hindered and forget about that part. Right. <laughs> you know, we can't forget about the part in James where it says you ask, but you ask amiss. Yes. Okay. We can't act like it's like that has nothing to do because that's not in Mark 11. Right. <laughs> the word is one. Yeah. And so we have to understand that if we're going to get to that place where we're moving mountains mm -hmm. and we're building a foundation of mountain-moving faith, it's going to take some godly discipline and effort. Amen? Mm -hmm. We Again, we're talking about developing our faith. We said it early when we started this scripture. It, it's not just going to happen. Right. Because you go to church or because you listen to some sermons. You're going to have to now walk it out. Yes. Amen. Yes. And it's got to be a lifestyle. The other thing, babe, that we have to do is that we have to, and it's all part and parcel of what God is saying up until now, is that we have to undertake what I call eye exams. <laughs> and, and and not mm -hmm. eye exams like this, eye exams. I'm talking about eye exams, mm -hmm. right? We have to examine ourselves. The Bible says, let a man examine himself. Mm -hmm. So we need to take some eye exams but here's the thing about eye exams in the natural when we undergo an eye exam we don't give ourselves the test no we go to an ophthalmologist right they give us the test and then they give us the results and so too many times though when it comes in the spirit realm when we need to let a man examine himself now i know the bible says that mm -hmm. and yeah we do that we do have to go undergo that examination but this is a god thing and God things can't be done without God. I mean, you know <laughs> so if you're going to examine yourself, you need to let the Holy Ghost be the ophthalmologist, so to speak. Amen. Yes, amen. Let him help you. Because can I say this? Well, we're talking about forgiving people when you pray. Mm -hmm. I want to, and I'm going to ask, and no one can answer me except my wife here. But <laughs> those of you who are listening, amen, remotely, how many of us have prayed? And in the midst of praying, God reveals to us that we're holding something against yeah. somebody. Yeah. Or if you were really, you know, seeking to get unforgiveness out of your heart, you ever ask God, am I holding anything against anybody? Show me. Yes. That he will show you that you're holding something yeah. against someone. Yeah. And up until that point, you weren't aware of it. Nope. But watch this. But you were praying all along. Mm -hmm. And then things weren't working, and you go, well, what's the matter with God? What do you mean, what's the matter with God? See, sometimes we can have unforgiveness and hardness of heart and not be aware of it. Right. That's why we have to undergo regular eye exams. We have to ask the Holy Ghost and ask God, right? Even David said, search my heart. Search right. me and know, know me. me. 
right? Yeah. And then reveal to me those things that are in me that are not pleasing in your sight. Yeah. That's got to be our prayer. That's part of our our eye exams, amen? Mm -hmm. um, uh, and so we have to undergo that so that, especially when it comes to this area of unforgiveness or hardness of heart or not treating our spouses right or not treating other people right, that we get it right. Yes. If, before we start thinking we're going to start casting some mountains into the sea. <laughs> yes. It's part of our development of our faith. Mm -hmm. Now we got a few minutes. I want to talk about something that I think is is really important. Um, share with you what, what, what God laid on my heart here about this scripture because we talk about moving mountains and many times um, we talk about things like finances mm -hmm. and our health, marriages, relationships, um, and things of that sort. Um, and I think all those things are true, you know, and they could be mountains in mm -hmm. our lives. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, as I, as, as I was studying for this and just praying unto God and, and talking to God, he, he shared with me something, and that is that, you know, we perhaps need to have another view of what the, the, the mountains are in our lives. Mm -hmm. Right? Because um, we want to cast the mountains into the sea, but we 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 need to we need to know what the mountains are that we need to be coming up against. Mm -hmm. And many times we're we're talking about the finances, and we're sometimes talking about possessions or things that we want in our lives, and mm -hmm. we're not getting them, and, and and so forth. And and those may be mountains, but but God shared with me something that was so powerful, I believe, and that is that. That, that, that the mountains in our lives, the true mountains in our lives that we need to pray on are those things that are blocking us from seeing God. Hmm. Those are the mountains that we need to cast into the sea hmm. the most. Wow. Those things that are blocking our view of God, right? Because we talked before that mountains are obstructions. Mountains are things that are in our way. Mountains that are things that are hindering our sight. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so if we have things that are obscuring our, glory to God, obscuring our view of God. Yes. Blocking our view of our Heavenly Father. Those are the mountains mm -hmm. that we need to be casting into the sea the most glory yeah. to God mm -hmm. amen and so we have to ask ourselves a question what is it mm -hmm. that is keeping me from seeing God wow. or seeing the will of God come to pass in mm -hmm. my life yeah because see I'm telling you now whatever that is it gots to go g-o-t-s <laughs> it gots amen. to go amen see that's when you're serious when you add an S to got, to got, it, that's serious right there. <laughs> Amen. It gots to go. It gots to go. Amen. Right? We, we can't have things blocking God Amen. in our lives. Mm -hmm. And no matter how benign it may seem or how innocent it may seem, or maybe even it has some value. You know, you know like, or, when I say that, meaning that on the surface, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. But because of the of the impact it has on our lives it's keeping us from seeing god yeah. then that thing god it has yeah. to go and that's a mountain we need to cast into Amen. the sea now jesus said in matthew 6 and 33 he said 
Seek ye first, right? The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto yes. you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Amen. If we listen real closely, there's, there's, there's an implicit promise there. Mm -hmm. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. The only way that I can add to something mm -hmm. is I got I first have to have something. Right. <laughs> right. Right? Okay. I gotta have something first and then I can add to it. Mm -hmm. So implicit in Jesus' comment is that when we seek the kingdom of God, we'll have the kingdom of God. Right. And once we have it, all these other things will be added, added. to it. Mm-hmm. And that's consistent with Jesus saying in Matthew chapter 7, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find. He says, seek and you shall find. He said to everyone who seeks, they'll find. Mm -hmm. So if we are to seek the kingdom of God, according to what Jesus said, and he says that in Matthew 6, and then in Matthew 7, he says, seek and you will find, then we have an implicit promise. If we seek the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. we should be able to find the kingdom yes. of God, mm -hmm. right? And then once we find it, now things can be added. added. But here's the thing. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. You and I. You and I can't find the kingdom of God. No matter how hard we seek. If we can't see God. Mm. See, wow. in other words, watch this. We... If we can't see the king, wow. we won't see the kingdom. <laughs> Amen? So, so this idea that we're going to seek and find the kingdom, that means we have to first be able to see the king. Wow. Because if we can't see the king, we can't see the kingdom. And that's why that if there are mountains in our lives that are blocking our view wow. of the king... Mm then we're not, gonna, we're not going to find the kingdom. Because if you can't see the king, that's good. you won't see the kingdom. Amen. And that's why we got to get every last mountain, glory to God, we got to get every last mountain out of our lives that's keeping us from seeing the king. Wow. Because if I can't see the king, I can't see the kingdom. And if I can't see the kingdom, I can't find the kingdom, no matter how hard I seek. Right. And nothing can be added unto me. Because before things can be added, I got to have something first. I got to have the kingdom. And see, the kingdom draws stuff to you. <laughs> see, that's why Jesus said, don't worry about clothes. Don't worry about food. Don't worry about drink. Don't worry about those wow. material things. Because once you find the kingdom, <laughs> all these things will be added to you. That's, that's the promise that we see in Deuteronomy, right? Wow. That 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 the blessings of God will come upon you and overtake you. you. You don't even got to chase your blessings. Your blessings are so much chasing you. Yes. Amen. Yes. They're coming after you. They're coming from behind, running like the Terminator. Amen. <laughs> running fast to catch up to you. Yes. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. But glory to God. If we can't see the king, we can't see the kingdom. And if we don't get the kingdom, then those things aren't being added unto us. And see, here's the thing. Mm. So many times 
we're praying we identify our mountains as the things that God promised would be added to us if we found a kingdom. Wow. <laughs> a lot of times, right? Mm -hmm. we, a lot of times we're praying for things that are the added stuff. Wow. Right? You know, because we look at our lack and we go, Lord, I need to get this debt, right? We got a mountain of debt. But I'm telling you this, those things will be added unto you if you find the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Because see, once you, once you find the king and you find the kingdom, see, then God's going to fill you with kingdom wisdom. He's going to give you a kingdom anointing. You're going to be walking around in kingdom power. Amen. Amen. And things are going to be added to <laughs> you. People are going to be looking to bless you. Oh, People yes. are going to be looking to, 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 you know, add to your life and so forth. Amen. Yes. But so many times, we got things in our lives that's keeping us from seeing the king. Mm -hmm. And again, can't see the king, can't see the kingdom. That's right. And so, we need to identify those mountains. Mm -hmm. We need to stop praying amiss. Yeah. We need to stop praying for the, you know, you know, trying to cast into the sea the things that we don't even have to be worried about because Jesus said, eh, those things will be added to you. Find mm -hmm. the kingdom. Find the kingdom. <laughs> and all those things you want, money, clothes, car, house, mm -hmm. find the kingdom. And those things will be added unto you. So then, now the question is, what's keeping us from seeing the king? Mm -hmm. I believe that's the that, that's probably one of the most important questions right now as we look to build our faith and build that foundation of faith that we need to be asking ourselves. Lord, what is keeping me from seeing the king? Mm -hmm. yeah. right? And we may be surprised, amen, to find out, like, you know, some of our recreational activities, which, you know, maybe are just taking up too much time in our lives. It's keeping us from seeing the king. Maybe television is keeping us from seeing the king. Maybe social media. Too much time spent on social media is keeping mm -hmm. us from seeing the king. Mm -hmm. Maybe too much time sleeping in the bed is keeping us from seeing the king. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just maybe too much time, you know, reading the news or talking to your friends on the phone or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. the everyday activities, mm -hmm. you know? And it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't even mean that what you're doing is like you're doing it 24-7. Right. But God just may say, I need more of your time. Has God ever told you he needed more of your mm -hmm. time? But see, sometimes, you know, some of the mountains got to get out of your way because we say, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. But we're using our time in a certain way. We we make decisions on how we're going to go about our lives. Right. And sometimes we erect mountains in our lives that keep yeah. us from seeing the king. Mm -hmm. And so here's the thing. If we're going to pray for any mountain, glory to God to be cast into the sea. Let's get the mountains out that yeah. are keeping us from seeing the king. Amen. Because here's the thing. We get rid of those mountains and we see the king and we now obtain the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Things will be added to us. Yeah. And, and, and you know, of all things, Satan doesn't want us. Right? Yeah. He doesn't want us to see the king. He doesn't want us to see the kingdom. Right. Right? 
but we don't care what he wants. No, we don't. Amen. <laughs> we have the desire to see the king. Amen. Amen. Take me to the king. But we have to make sure that we, and this is where these eye exams come in, that we have to ask God, ask the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, what's keeping me from seeing the king? Right. What are those mountains? Mm -hmm. Because those are the mountains we need to come against first, and we need to come against them hard. Yes. Because if we don't get those mountains out of our way, our prayers don't stand a chance. Amen. Amen. And so we're talking about developing our faith. One of the things I want to do um, next week, amen, is um, um, talk about something that I think is really important. At least that's what's on my heart now, and I believe God wants to go here. And that is this. In, in keeping with this, the times we speak to our mountains mm -hmm. and they don't move. Okay. Because that happens. Yep. You know, and, and you know, how do we deal with that? But until then, amen, I pray that we're inspired and encouraged to go before God with a humbleness of heart and spirit and, and ask him to help us identify those mountains that are keeping us from seeing him. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then by faith in the Son of God, we rise up. Glory to God. And cast those mountains into the sea. Because those are the mountains we got to clear out first. Amen. Yes. Amen. Praise Amen. God in heaven. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your name. Glory yes, to God. Father, we just thank, thank you, Lord, for the word that you've shared with us tonight. Yes, Father. Father God, continue to speak to our hearts even afterwards, oh God. Uh, let us meditate on the word that you've spoken unto us. Yes, and give Father. us even deeper thank revelation you, on the scriptures and, and all the teachings that you have given us tonight. Yes, Father, we Father. thank you that you are the Lord our God. It is you who teaches us how to profit and leads us in the way that we should go. Oh, yes, Continue Father, to lead us you. by your spirit. Lead us in the paths of righteousness for your namesake. And Father, we just thank you, God, that you're continuing to work on us and that, Father God, to make us more like you. Yes. Father, continue to thank have your you, way God. in our lives. And Father, may we walk with you by faith and not by sight. And Father God, continue to do great things uh, by your power and yes. by your spirit. Father God, I pray now blessings upon everyone under the sound of my voice. Bless them in their homes. Bless their families. And Father God, um, glory to God, just move in their lives. Yes, God. Praying for a move Thank of God, you, God in the lives of your people, oh God, who, who desperately need a move yes, of God. Father, Father God, show yourself strong. Demonstrate your faithfulness yet one more time. And Father, by faith and Son of God, I praise you right now for doing it. Father, we love you. We bless you. Yes. We cherish you. We honor you, God. You are our God. And we give you all praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Uh, and prayerfully, we will see you on Sunday. Amen. Amen. And we're coming out. Pray for us. Amen. We're going to look at a building, right? This one? Yeah. Uh, we need a new location. So pray for us. Keep us lifted up in prayer that God will allow us to. Amen. Receive it. Receive it. Amen. Amen. And, um. Yeah, because we have, God has placed great things on our hearts to amen. do for the community, amen, and um, we just want to be a blessing in his name, amen. And so we praise God, um, and we're going by faith, amen. So praise God, see you next time, be good, and um, we love you, amen. amen. <laughs>